I mean, look, even Nicholas just said like a hundred times, Tiger's the best that I've ever seen. Would you all just leave me alone? <laughs> Stop trying to Let me up. suffer. Like, I just want to be miserable. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Players Only Podcast, a partner of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. We are the best place to catch up on golf from around the world, including the golf of your favorite big players, Ben, Josh, Tyler, Tully, Colin, and Kenny Wanputt. We'll kick it off by talking about golf from this past week. A bit of a snooze fest, right? A bit of an off week for the PGA Tour. Liv was supposed to come in and kind of take the spotlight this week, but I don't think most of us found ourselves tuning into to Liv coverage. Although my crushers won, which I'm excited about, I probably only caught maybe an hour or two of the coverage. I can tell you that Maya Koba certainly played a lot easier than what Riv played last week, but some good golf out there. And then coming up this week, we have the Arnold Palmer Invitational, right? We'll see a lot of those big studs and stars on the PGA Tour come back to play this week, taking last week at the Honda off. We got Rory, we got Rom, we got Scotty, we got lots of big names. Should be good. Scotty is the defending champion. Only posted five under last year. The course played pretty challenging, so we should be in for some carnage this weekend. And then we'll wrap up the episode talking about our round at the Links of Gettysburg this past Sunday, right? A decent weather day on a weekend in February. We got to get out and play. Pretty good price up there at Links of Gettysburg. We made a reel. Make sure you go check it out on Instagram. It's our first post. Uh, the boys struggled a bit. It was a bit windy out there, but we're getting our games in shape for this spring. Thanks, everyone, for being here with us. Make sure you go check out our Instagram at BigPlayersOnlyPod, and we hope you enjoy the episode. All right, we're back. Golf from this past week, like we said wasn't on the top of our mind. We got to play this weekend, so we weren't watching the golf on Sunday. But I got to get home and watch that playoff, right? You had Chris Kirk. You had Eric Cole. Cole. Yes. Cole, Cole, Cole right? The the old rookie. Guy's like 34 years old rookie on tour. You know, for an event where the leaderboard was just disgusting going into Sunday, we know Chris Kirk. We know his journey. He's been a, on the tour forever. One of the prettiest swings on tour, right? The tempo is unbelievable. He gets to 18 with a one-shot lead, dunks it makes par Wild. or makes bogey, right? And then the Eric Colkin has a chance to make birdie and win the tournament. Doesn't no, get par, up and down. Par to win. Par no, to win. He made par. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had a, yeah, he, was only, he only did an up and down to win. So he makes par. They go to playoff. What would you guys think about the tournament? Did you watch the playoff at all? I didn't watch a second of the Honda. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be fully honest. I, I appreciate these tournaments that they exist. Like the, when the, oh, until they come in hot. When the big guys want pl- don't want to play – that you know, maybe some you know lesser known names get a chance to you know get a chance to have a, a tour card get into some of these bigger events. Like I appreciate what that does, but it, it did not captivate me in the slightest. I was much more interested in the opportunity to go play golf, all that kind of stuff. And honestly, I feel like we paid almost a little more attention to the scoreboard, at least on live, than we did for most of the Honda. Even though I like literally can't fucking find that thing. I know it's on ESPN, yeah. But the live app, I cannot find the damn leaderboard. I don't. I don't. I'm well, maybe, I don't support Live, so I didn't. Someone, someone the else, app. try to find it you and tell Google me if it. you find it. Because <laughs> I Google cannot find Live it. Golf scoreboard, it usually comes up. That's what I do, so. but I hate having to do that. I download <laughs> yeah, the yeah. app for what? Ask Chat. GPT I didn't even know they or had whatever. It'll, yeah, it'll tell you what the score. I mean, I thought the end was really fun, like eighteen in the playoff. Like I, I think did Cole come in 
175 to one or some crazy odds. Oh, I'm sure. Like the total odds, but he was like 30. One of our buddies had him 35 to or Was it Kirk? No, he had Kirk at 35 to yeah, one. Yeah, Kirk at 35. But doesn't Cole have like 50 plus wins on the, you know, the minor yeah, circuit? Up on the he's like kind of, he's kind of like a, a dog. But <clears throat> but it's only a 17th tour event, which is interesting. I think they lucked out they had a good finish though, frankly. It was a fun finish, but they lucked out that they had a good finish in the tournament. If and there no were some storylines, yeah. right? Because wasn't there like the guy that got in on the Monday qualifier finished like tied for fourth or something like I that? I did too? see that, yeah. I, I think this is just the perfect off week for the PGA Tour. Like with this new schedule, you got elevated events are the ones we're tuning into. And the, the quote-unquote off weeks, the Honda Classic is the epitome of that with no big names playing. You're going to get these fun storylines to follow. Yeah, I agree. And it, so you're saying it's a good thing, right? You're saying yeah, it's a good thing? No yeah. one's going to watch this Thursday to Sunday like you would the Genesis or you know maybe the API or the players. But like the back nine on Sunday, you're going to tune in. Every person on the leaderboard is going to have some crazy story. Kirk overcame alcoholism, hasn't won in 10 years. Cole is a nobody. Yeah, if only we could. Two things say. we will never share. Two things we will never share with Chris. Kirk. And then a guy who winning Mon- a tournament and being so Monday qualified, <laughs> he gets a top five, and you know that hasn't been done for years and years. I mean, it was just you know, you tune in for those human interest stories, which is what makes these things interesting with no big names there to to carry the torch. Yeah, I tried. I tried watching Thursday and Friday, Ben. I was texting you, like, who do we even watch on like, Thursday afternoon? Like, yeah, Sung J.M., Lowry. The, like, that's the best you got in the featured groups. Um, but it just wasn't it just wasn't captivating until those last couple holes on Sunday. I well, I mean, I agree. Like, maybe there's actually still a place for a tournament that's not elevated or, you know, it's just kind of a normal PJ week, and there's a place for, like, a normal PJ week, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of – maybe it's for, like, us and the kind of – not casual golfer, golf watcher, but I, I think there's a place for it, right? But I think it's a shame because the court. I don't know. I always, I always talk about the courses, big, but like you know. the courses, it's a great course. Like the Bear Trap was at 15, 16, 17. Like so hard. That is an awesome Those stretch to watch. So much water. Like you're going to see a lot of people struggle on those. So it's kind of unfortunate that we don't get to see a lot. Like our favorite players like go through that, and especially like coming down the stretch on Saturday, Sunday, but. I mean, proved to be an exciting finish. Yeah, what I would really like to see is like with these other events, instead, of, like you know, historically, just factual, like people don't really tune into these. Like this, this one is kind of like a one. The big players leave, all that kind of fun stuff. Big I would, I, yeah, the big players <laughs> leave, leave, go to the golf course. The the, the big top ranked guys leave the course, whatever. But <laughs> what I want to see them do is go ahead and like experiment with some other courses instead of. Sticking at the same course, yes, it is a it is a great course. Well, it's Jack's We've, course. I, I don't think we're. Jack's already got his so. memorial tournament that is Jack's mm-hmm. course that we we go to anyways. I think I think it'd be great to go we see go. him. You know, let's see him play Cabot. Let's see him play Ben. Let's let's see him play these other arguably great courses. The other courses that we see on all these top one hundred lists that the PGA Tour never focuses on. They don't actually you know, display those to the uh, you know the public. I just think that'd be a, a good opportunity to. You know, get those other courses out there. Is it the sponsor? What was like the Coors Light open? Well, I said, to, I got two thoughts here, right? Coors Tully, Light doesn't own the course. I think Tully makes a good point. I think PJ National, awesome course. But it may be it's kind of run its course. I don't know. Like, it is amazing. No pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. But when you watch this tournament, I know we know PJ National, but the public's not like, it's not as tantalizing as TBC Sawgrass. So maybe they switch it up. And then two, right? Honda's done. Maybe we get a cool sponsor in here. Maybe yeah. Honda is the problem. Like, yeah. No, no, no offense Fuck to Honda, yeah, Honda, but it just doesn't. Maybe they need a little, little pep in the step with the sponsor, a new course, right? This thing, the Lamborghini Open, <laughs> just well, a Budweiser Classic. That'd I be would amazing. watch that. 
Well, while it's we're at talk- Adventure Park in Langenor. Yeah. <laughs> while we're talking about this, I think, and I don't want to get ahead of our seat ourselves here but we heard some news about the new elevated events for next season Mm -hmm. and i think that news really really buries the honda for next year or what used to be the honda because what the elevated events next year are going to be the genesis at&t at&t we knew about that one not not phoenix not not phoenix right not phoenix at&t and the genesis correct yeah well the genesis was already one of them wasn't it yeah i don't recall what the elevated events are but but like the Honda or what what is now slated as the Honda is is going to be right after you think of Genesis, AT and T, waste management is not, but a lot of the big players are going to be playing in that. Like that's big big, that's three that's three in a row. Not it's even factoring in like the Tory Pines event before that. Like no one's going to want to. This is going to be an off week for literally everybody on the tour. It's kind of the question I wanted to pose. Is like. You know, we're starting to see an evolution in the PGA Tour schedule, right? We went from a, like a, a focused season to a full year-long schedule to now we have a few months off. But does the PGA Tour need to compete every week from the months of January to the end of September? Well, no, they have to pick and choose their fights. But Rory was just saying in the Netflix doc, which we watched. No um, spoilers, no spoilers. No spoilers, no spoilers. That, that everyone made a commitment to be together more often. And like, what does more often mean? It doesn't mean every week, right? So some tournaments are going to have to not be the marquee tournaments, but, I mean, they could still have some guys support certain tournaments. Like, send five of your guys. If you have 20 core guys, send five of your guys. Send it's ten. called load management, Well, right? I mean, like, they can, they can send eight. I mean, like, I don't know if they're actually talking about this, but Shane Lowry's out there. Like, just get, like, seven of the top 50 guys. You know, not three or whatever, right? I wonder if we didn't have a PGA Tour event this week, but we had some kind of elevated corn ferry tour like event that yeah, was a little yeah, more fun to watch, right? Point. I think like you or think LPGA, about like they bottom support, of the basically. barrel from the top level versus top of the barrel from the next level down. I think that might be a little more exciting I, to I watch. I think but that's what the Honda was, right. though. Yeah, like, that's what glorified. It's an off week for the PGA Tour. Like No one's watching this unless you're an avid golf fan. And so it's a good event for... Every single person in the field, like it's life changing. I mean, you know, looking, it's similar to an elevated corn ferry. Like, you win or you get a top five. I mean, you're in X amount of tournaments next year. Like, oh, you're in these elevated events and you're going to be making all kinds of money. And yeah, that doesn't make for great TV throughout the week because it's not. Well, the winner goes to the Masters, golf. right? The winner right. goes to yeah. the Masters and the winner gets all the majors for three years. Majors. They win. Like, so I feel like it's like, it's, it's like there's still stakes. It, it matters. But right. I think what's really what we're going to see happen here is that. We, we've already we talked about it a couple times, you know, everything that's happened with that TGL league and all that kind of stuff. That's what's going to kind of mm. take in. That's what these events are going to be subsidized by all these big name players that are skipping out going to but I think what Seminole Dub, or what Dub go to wherever. Like, that's kind of a shame, though, right? Like, there's, there's like it's okay to have off weeks, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically. Like, this I mean, is, I don't know if I, I, mean, well, I think this is fun. Like, like, you don't need to tune in for this off week, just catch the headline. But that's You're exactly the thing. You don't have to watch stories of golf, of what but you can still tune in to watch your prime players play. Is what I think is going to happen. You're going to have to be. You can go watch one day of them playing in a basically top golf simulator. Is kind of what it looks like, and you you just have one day where they can do that. Arguably at. Eight o'clock at night, whereas you're watching at the end of the night. Versus, you still have this other event, these other storylines you can follow, you can read about throughout the week. So they stay. PJ Store is going to stay in headlines to yeah. casual golf lands, but you know people that are just really trying to maybe they're trying to capture these new people. That's where this TGL thing is going to come in, and they're going to you know have those. They're going to have Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, all those guys playing a more fun, welcoming environment. Is what I'm expecting that how that's going to play out. Maybe I'm just 
thinking about this tournament, and I'm trying to compare the top five golfers to the top five of a traditional tournament or right. an elevated tournament. Right. And it just it pales, number one. Right, it pales in comparison. So maybe, mm. like, instead of making this week about them, because you certainly saw a lot of coverage about Sung J.M. And, and all these other top golfers that aren't truly top, top, you know, tier golfers, let's make it more about the storylines. Like, I think that the media and the tournament itself they aren't capturing. Yeah, they I just think that. they aren't really capturing the essence of what this tournament is. It's the big break, right, for someone so let's start finding, like, Denny McCarthy, what, fifth or sixth on the odds. He's a great guy to spotlight this week because yeah. he's a grinder on tour. He's not really that top echelon of players. We need to know more about him. And Eric Cole and that guy that Monday qualified. I just think we didn't see those storylines. I would have tuned in more if we were more focused on getting more attention on the guys that are not traditionally there versus I feel like it's still, like, this coverage of the top players who we see every week anyways. They're just not the top echelon. I agree, but I think there could also be, like, if these – top 30 PGA guys are making a pack to be at more stuff. They could be like, Hey, I'm going to be the guy that goes to the Honda. Like JT goes to the Honda with speed and they make a whole week out of it. And maybe they take some of the coverage, but the like, if they don't play their best, some of those like storylines could still come through. So I, I agree with you. I think storylines like not the, not the a storylines, but the B storylines are still really important. That's what actually what makes the PGA compared to something like live, but you could still use some support from the top tier guys. You're just not going to get it, which stinks, right? Because yeah. it's like they end that Western swing. They need a break before the players. I know, they do, yeah. It's just a tear. Like, that's why maybe my question earlier is like, do we need to have a tour event this week? Right? I don't know. I guess. I it's guess like the so. NFL just keeps going. But on. It just feels it like keeps, it's it's know, being it's, covered it's, and trying to be I love compared the corn fairy to idea. Yeah, though, like an elevated. You know, I know it's glor. It's like a glorified elevated corn fairy, but let's actually make it a corn fairy tour event. It feels more authentic. Yeah, my two senses of the great thing about the PGA Tour is once the century tournament champions comes around, you know, you're getting golf every single weekend until September. Fair. So yeah, you got to have something on the weekend. So you lose your market share to NBA or you know, college basketball. Yeah. I think in future years, this Honda classic turns into some kind of like TGL PGA tour hybrid thing where it's a little bit a more PGA. of a showcase, right. than it is like an actual tournament. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's the great thing about this new schedule that's being proposed is instead of diluting a lot of these events and, you know, half the guys go play at the Honda and half the guys go play at the API. It's now, okay, the Honda is for all the guys searching for something, you know, trying to elevate. Yeah. And then the, the API is everybody there. Right, they all come back. And, after you know, break. instead of diluting the product, it's just everybody you want to watch is playing in, in the same event. And so they're synced up schedule-wise. I think it's going to make a lot more events a lot more exciting. You know, I'm kind of – I've because I – Looking at Instagram and golf media over the past few days. You look at that a lot? Yeah, right? And I'm worried that, like, the the players is almost av- overshadowing the API this week. Like, people are already talking about the players, and there's already been a ton of content on players. No laying ups bring out a video. Four plays bring out a video about TPC Sawgrass. We still have an amazing tournament to play until we get to the API, or until we get to the players. It's just like, is that kind of like the Honda is shadowed by the API and the player shadows the API? Like, it's, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with you there. I think they need to... If they're going to do this elevated event, you know, structure, I think they're going to have to redo the schedule regularly based on what we saw from that, you know, post from Nuclear Golf or whatever that, you know, the events are confirmed to be, you know, moving around a bit that, you know, if you don't want everything to be overshadowed, like this is an elevated event before a super elevated event because right. like the biggest purse ever, like 25 million at the players. I think they're going to have to regularly be adjusting these schedules to kind of maximize viewership accordingly. I think we just bang out that Western swing, and there's so much good golf. Even the Hawaii events are decent, right? Tournament of Champions, you get to see everybody. But then they hit California and Arizona. They just need a break, right? And the Honda, even the API is starting to fall into that, like, 
you know, we're just waiting until we get to the players, right? Agreed. Well, can we talk about the finish? Because we mentioned that Kirk made the bogey on 18 to mm-hmm. kind of lead himself into a playoff, but is, was that the right Tough move play. there, going for it? Yeah, you got to go for it. Every I agree. Pro, a pro from 260 has to go shot. for it. Get a shot. Well, yeah, because you trust going, your short game. Yeah, everyone's going for it all week. Like, you're not going to change your game plan, especially when you have a chance to absolutely bury the guy who's chasing right. you. It's a statistics thing, right? You got to expect Cole to make birdie. So you think you need to make birdie, but to the statistics show that him going for it there, he's going to average 4.3 strokes versus laying up. It's 4.5. So that's the guy just play the numbers. So it's not a decision that we usually have to think about here. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we always go for it. When you look at that shot, I mean, he was, sh- oh, he was what, less than a foot yeah. from that being perfect. That thing bounces in the rough, soft, rolls I mean, up on the green. Probably not the shot feet. he was aiming for going that far right, but still like, you know, you're talking a matter of inches from being he a was, no-brainer victory. He was also less than a foot or maybe a foot from shattering the windshield on that car. <laughs> that <was part laughs> yeah. down the middle of the lake. Dude, I was watching. He would have gotten there. a free drop from the car. <laughs> I was like, the, this uh, fucking car is freaking me out. I was like, <laughs> it was probably could, an like, EV. You could literally tell. It was like, hey, stop it. <laughs> you could tell that car was like, I was like, he was putting. It was like right behind him. Like, is it in the water? I have no idea. I, I heard a rumor that that car was previously a lot closer to the green. Much more on showcase. And then, like, members playing there the weeks leading up just were, like, peppering it. <laughs> like, with all their wayward shots, they had to, like, push it way out into the middle of the pond. The Honda Safe Light Open. Yeah, it was a cool finishing Sorry. hold, though. I, I enjoyed watching the end. I mean, frankly, I tuned in, like, the back nine and the playoff and stuff. It was, well, it was and, a lot of fun. And though. Cole had that up and down to win. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. if it's not the 72nd hole for your first career victory to get a Bertha Masters players, tour card, all that, like... Yeah. That's an easy up and down. But because all that's on the line, I mean, he yeah, three sends years it way past Masters, the hole. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was tough to see. You know, yeah. props to Chris Kirk. That guy does not lack. He's built, built for the big moment. Like, you can tell he's got his game dialed in. I know he hit it in the water there, but then he hits his third shot from a buck 50 to like 15 feet. Hits a drive on the 18th on the playoff hole that gets a little unlucky behind a tree, lays up, and almost jars his third shot. I mean, yeah. the guy doesn't lack confidence. He's a presence cup player. Like, he was, you know, yeah. a guy. He's been around for a long time. He's, He's a great a golfer. Yeah. That third shot on the playoff hole was insane. <laughs> like, talk about burying your opponent. I mean, going for it with the three-wood is scary, but I don't think people realize how much that, that pin is out on a, quite a peninsula because long is water, short is water, right is water. So going at it with a wedge like that was pretty impressive. Now, this was like the standard playoff where it's just one hole, and then if they tie again, they just move on to the yeah, next round. Yeah, they were going to like 18, 17, yeah. After watching it, do you feel like you would have preferred something that is more of the aggregate given like kind of the underdog story, give them a chance to kind of fire back at all? Yeah, I mean, for events like this, you like to see just one hole, winner take all, instead of like, oh, he's got a one-stroke lead, he's got one hole to play, and it's, you know, kind of loses the culmination of everything coming down to one putt, one hole, like at the end. So I I liked it, but, you know, it's nice to have a variety, and different tournaments have a different format. But Cole's odds are better playing one hole than a three-hole aggregate. Probably. Right. That's why major, like having it at the PGA is good, because you want the best golfer to prevail, sort of thing. I was thinking you know, maybe, maybe you know it gives him a chance. He's just going balls to the wall kind of situation on those next two holes to kind of make up the ground. Maybe you see something crazy. And his, his, his second shot was the same exact second shot he had in regulation there. And I think he was just in between clubs. I think he's hitting a five-wood that carries something like 260, and he had 250, and he just – it's so hard to feather something when he's feeling the adrenaline he's feeling. Tell me about it. I didn't like Cole's outfit. Oh, my <laughs> God. I didn't like either outfit, but Talking. I especially didn't like Cole's. Um, we had joggers out there. I Those know, shoes he was I wearing, usually, I don't I'm usually a fan of the joggers, but, like, 
I think the joggers were too tight for the shoes he was wearing. He looked like he was wearing clown shoes. Like I think those are like the those so look like those like Jordans? those look like those like orthopedic <laughs> foot joy. They looked like the, like, like yeah. Reebok. Oh they looked like the Reebok pumps or oh. something like that. I think out it's there. It I think it was ones the, with the spinners in it or no. <laughs> yes. The Honda Classic, so they you know dictate a very basic you know non style affordable. Format. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think if you're common man. man. I think if you're gonna wear joggers that tight, reliable. Ankles, that outfit's gonna last twenty seven years, and you can't. Get over it. joggers that tight the ankle. I feel like you need a little sleeker shoes, like foot joys, something, but not those big ass sneaker Reebok <laughs> pump things that he was wearing. It it didn't look good. Hey, seventy two holes, you got to be comfortable. It's a lot of walking. Colin, you've gotten to the Colin Morikow episode. Yeah, were you? That's so, your style. That's not my style. <laughs> it's fine, but the golf thing, but the, but golf, the whole uh, fashion, fashion segment of it, and like how I was very surprised by how involved the players actually were because we've seen some disgusting things that people come out. Did all these players just actively choose to like wear like really bad shit? Or they just didn't decide. I feel like they're not I feel like most there's probably like five percent of players that are on that get more college level. Well, you know, Scheffler walks into the Nike meeting like Oh, oh man, that, that looks fine. I'll, I'll that, wear that. That this meeting, weekend. that meeting, like, walks in grandpa's <laughs> closet and says, "Where's my, where my iced coffee?" He, he goes, back says, "Dad stuff." I'll take whatever Tiger Woods gear you have on clearance <laughs> in extra, extra large. <laughs> yeah, you know, you think about it. Colin work. I was like one of the last Adidas guys left, right? DJ and Sergio go. Yep. So Colin's kind of like he's probably taking a little bit more of a leadership role in how he picks out his outfits. But I thought the episode was good. I, I mean, I would, you know, obviously, I would probably do the same thing. I'd like to pick what I wear. I wouldn't like to just be scripted stuff. I don't know. I don't have the best sense of fashion, but I want to be me, right? I want to pick my stuff, and I like that Colin episode. Yeah, I agree. I, just, I always thought they were just, like, given, like, right. this is what you have to wear because this is what we're trying to push. And like Spieth, just, 100%. They just tell him what to wear, and he yeah, wears it. But this showed, like, that they actually do get to say, like, I feel, I always felt like Tiger was the only guy I could say, I'm wearing red on Sundays, and you can't do anything and else. Patrick Reed. Yeah. Patrick Reed he tried to get right canceled, and, yeah, whatever. But I was I was surprised by that. I was just curious what Colin thought. Speaking of outfits, I don't think I ever remember so much hype around like water shots than this tournament. Like guys taking their shirts off, like pants <laughs> off, socks off, oh, everything. True, like, true. Like, it was all Ashk was all over social media. Jeez. Like you know, hitting shots with his shirt off. He I was mean, like, they do it on purpose. It's on purpose. They get more likes, yeah. honestly. I'm speaking for a couple guys on the podcast here that we've taken our shirts off on the golf course yeah. before and, you know, it's fine. We're not you getting know? enough media coverage. Yeah, we, yeah. Sometimes you just have to do they don't it. Want you to know about whether shirts, whether you're hitting off. a shot, pushing a golf cart out of a giant mud oh, puddle, wow. it doesn't matter. Sometimes you got to take pants and shirts off. What segment are we in? <laughs> we are going to move on. I just wanted to chat quickly about the live tournament that happened this weekend, right? So we know Honda, the lineup wasn't super impressive. PGA, kind of an off week. So live is supposed to come in and kind of command a big viewing, you know, take everyone's eyeballs. And the CW CEO, I can't remember the company that owns it, but he came out kind Warner of like, Brothers? he kind of like defending how they, the, I don't know, they had like 1 million views on the weekend or something like that, which I think was below their estimates. But he was like, you know, I'm still really believing them. I think they're doing a great job or whatever, but I'm pretty disappointed in, in the lives coverage. I still like, this was kind of like one of the first tests now that we are in like a second season. It's kind of a legitimized tour. And I was pretty unimpressed. I watched a little bit of it. It still just seems super discombobulated. Guys are hitting shots and people are commentating and there's this murmur of music in the background, which I'm sure they're live. It's probably fine. But in, on the coverage, it's like you can't quite tell what song it is. And it's kind of more annoying than anything else. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from the live golf coverage 
is they have not figured out how to use a shot tracer. <laughs> that is true. That was I mean, like, that, kind of like Ben on Instagram. <laughs> yes, very similar. <laughs> I mean, like the coverage is, is, is going to be what it is. You know, like, it's it's all it's not going to have the the main channels that you know we're used to in terms of watching golf, where it's you know it's on cable network TV that's available to anyone that can plug in a you know a TV into the, the electric outlet. So I'm, I'm not really surprised by what we're dealing with there. So I think it's more about them actually, like you're t- kind of talking about, is firming up that product where it's it's clean, crisp, that they, they need to fix the shot tracer, they need to fix where you can hear the music while the guys are teeing off. It, that, that's the kind of stuff that really bothered me more than anything else. Also, like the Honda finish was better than the live finish. I mean, Charles Schwartzel wins, like, I don't know. Was that him? Was it Howell. Charles? Howell. Charles Howell, Howell third wins. Like, and the Crusher. Aren't you a Crusher? Yeah, the Crusher's yeah, yeah, Big Crusher. Team, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Got the first W of the season. <laughs> But it just like, like you know, if, if that's all it's going to be, like, I don't know, we need to, the groups don't need to be leaderboard based. We need to have the crushers in a foursome, right? Out there all playing together, high-fiving, yeah. jumping. Like, I don't know. That make would it, seem, Make the last round a four-man scramble. Or something, right? Agreed. <laughs> it's just got to be, I mean, it's already like somewhat of an exhibition style event. Like, make the fourth round fun. Make the team aspect more important because, I don't know, if it's Bryson and DJ and Cam Smith in the end, like, maybe I'll tune in, but it just still doesn't feel that authentic yet. The whole point of live is to create villains for the majors. Frankly, I don't. I don't really think that's any- fine. They're just not going to make money on the majors, like the the live golf but that's itself. The point. I'm, gl- I'm actually glad money. that all of them can play in the majors, which is fun. That is, yeah, we all, I think we all that's the big news we haven't really talked. Yeah, about. but, but let's I, be let's be honest. Only a select few are going to have a chance. With I know, I like, know. But I, but does anyone care? Peter who Uline's playing some good golf. Live, tur- live tournaments. Are we, we going to have like a Wikipedia page oh, backpedaling on your, your <laughs> last week's comment? Peter Uline looks great. Are we going to have a Wikipedia page of like most live wins of all time? Like, no one's going to care. Someone's going to make it. I'm going to make it just because. I think that's the only chance this live thing has to be if successful they this in the year. Is they, they have a guy go out and win or, like, top three in a major. And they will. And then it's Cam, like, oh, Cam will. a live guy. Cam will. Yeah. Cam will. Because right now, like. That's it, though. The, the cards could not have been more stacked in their favor. The Honda Classic, no one's playing. They have this huge, like, vaulted field of all these, like, well, they said, Pat Perez is a top ten golfer in the world, and everything like that. And it was just such a like one forty six fest. Like it wasn't even watchable. Yeah. Now is that because Charles Howe the third ran away with one? Charles Schwartz ran away. Third? Yeah, no one gives a shit what about Charles Howe the third. Yeah, yeah, no one gives a shit about Charles Howe the third. Saying that right. <laughs> Tell now. me how you really feel. <laughs> I sure don't. Does do you guys? The favorite crusher. Player. I didn't even know As he Doug's was in new live. Favorite player. Well, I didn't even know he was in live until Ben now. called him Schwartzel. So. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartzel the third. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like if they, they like if Liv plays at marquee courses, maybe we'll w- watch a little bit more. But yeah, I don't know. They have the opportunity okay. to do that. They have good courses in their lineup they, this year. They are. That, Mayakoba is. Yeah, a, you're right. It's right, a big right. course. You're right. You're right. You're right. Mayakoba is a big course, but it's a former PGA Tour course that we've all seen plenty of times. And when Vic like, won sure, there, I not, tuned in for like the last two holes. Yeah, like, it's, I mean, it's not a. It is not a. It's not like grabbing your attention. It's yeah. not. It's not if telling you like, holy shit, this is an, a course that I've never seen before. That like, if yeah, they, but if they somehow got to play Terra Edi out in Australia where they have a. Strong. Like, is my dad gonna watch Live? No. Okay, but Never. like, that's <laughs> like, but like these, no. like, is that like the test? <laughs> Mayakoba like and the Greenbrier were like big gets for Live. Like, that's what they were like going after. We should go to Greenbrier, by the way. <clears throat> there's one in DC, yeah, and we're not going. Can <laughs> uh, we can go? We'll have a good time. I think the problem is, I think the problem is the quality <laughs> of golf. Like, I texted you guys on Saturday, like after the second round, they had 16 out of 52 guys under. I par. know. Yeah, that was big. That's, t- that's terrible. 
Yeah. I mean, we guys like 18 over par after two rounds. Do you like, think, who's going to tune Do you think Chase Kepka like feels good that he's playing in live, or is he just when like, he looks at his bank? Account, why yeah, the hell sure. did Why the hell did my brother make drag me along for this shit? I don't think these guys give a shit. Brooks is thinking this based team off sucks. Of Netflix, I think yeah. I'm actually kind of more on their sides based off the watching the doc. But like, I think you know they're cool making like 10 million being out there. It's fine. Right? They Chase don't Kep- care. It's just Chase we Kepka don't Kepka care either. Like yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but like I'm okay. Yes. I am on the side of Brooks Kepka for going to live. I'm on the side of Ian Paul. Like, the guys that can compete, but, like, they're not yeah. going to shoot 13 over through two rounds at a yeah. course like Mayakoba. Like, they, they, they at least can, like, hold their shit. They, like, they're, like... I'm not going to watch Chase Kepka shoot 13 over par. What the hell? Why would I do that? I can watch that on YouTube when he played Fat Perez and Bob Does Sports. <laughs> he got shredded. Yes, he got beaten both videos. Yeah, but I think spoiler. that's the whole, no I guess the whole point of... <laughs> I guess the whole point of it, though, is that you're not watching for... These no-name guys, these my brother has had success, so I'm going to be on it. You're you're watching to see the names we know and have cared about in the past. Like that, that's what they're trying to capture. On can I offer a counter to uh, that? You can I mean, offer you can, it, but I'm going to say fuck, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Stopping your monologue. I think like what if a live star rises though? Like what if one of these <laughs> college guys or young guys rises and becomes like a? And they really will. Good, I mean, no that's one, the no one's going to know. But like that's, that's not like what they're banking on. That's like what live wants. Like they're not going to be, be cool. playing in a major. So that'd be no cool one's though. ever going to see be cool. it. They're not banking just on the live. That is true. How the hell are these chamber. young kids going to get into majors? Yeah. They're not because like the next five years, win an Asian tour event or something. It's like fallen heroes becoming villains that we're still rooting for. We like we like DJ. We like Brooks. Like hopefully maybe they come back and we hate Ian Palter because yeah, but like he's fun to hate, but like. What if a guy rises and becomes like you know that could be cool? That could be pretty. Cool. That that would be great, but I, I don't think that's the model they were banking on. They, yeah. they were hoping to maybe get some young they guys that had on, the potential. They banked on we they had got, Dustin Johnson, college guys, they they, college guys and they do, guys. But th- that was a shot in the dark. They're banking on I got DJ, I got Brooks, I got Bryson. Yeah, I know, I know. But now we're, I'm getting on a tangent now. But that would be I just I just thought for the first time like that could be fun. I, I would tune in if all of a sudden James Pyatt or whatever the hell you say his last name. <laughs> started becoming the greatest golfer in the world, yeah, I'd probably tune in and yeah. watch. Yeah. I think they're predicated on just, like, every shot being amazing, and golf naturally isn't that. Like, Well, it, this is going to be the second almost potential maybe ace yeah, on live golf. I, I swear, all their videos are like, oh, my God, this guy almost made the shot. It's, like, to four feet from 100 yards or something like yeah. that. And I'm like, you know. Every time I tune in to live, I'm like, this golf kind of sucks. Yeah, it so, does. I don't know what, I mean, right? Yeah, we'll see. It's also, you feel when you look at our Instagram. First event of the year. year. We played recently. We looked great, guys. I do like the team aspect, though. Like, yeah, they got a potential there. <laughs> Reset. <I'm> following, following, <laughs> Reset. <laughs> following the range goats, my team this week, uh, Taylor team. Gooch, good showing. Team uh, Jordan. He, he was the only one under par. He shot like <laughs> nine under, and the team still finished fourth because he shot nine under and everyone else shot like one or two over. Like, can we talk about the team, like uniforms and stuff? Do you like them? Colin? Like, that stuff's fine. I think I mean, that's I like nice. my team's uniforms, sure. I think it vibes with the best team. logo, worst name. They're trying to make golf fun and exciting, right? And, like, the uniforms, the logos, like, the music, all that stuff kind of works for it. It just doesn't feel like kids might be it's worth it. watching. Do kids. we have our first, like, team sponsor yet? Like, no. I haven't no, seen it. I haven't seen it yet. But that's definitely the I think that's why Adidas dropped DJ, I think right? they're just hoping that like, their brands blow up, that they are their own Adidas. Like, the range goats become so famous that their apparel's bought just I was confused I'll be honest. With that. They, have no, they have no brands, basically. Live they, Golf is they, their brand. Yeah, but that's dumb. Well, it's like I think the plan is like, like the same way Exxon we see mobile. Yeah, the Exxon Mobile, you know, moisture wicking material is going to be great. Yeah, um, but I think Plastics. I think honestly, Range Goods probably we're we're going to see the first sponsor. I think HV3, Bubba, those are just names that actually have and are engaging with their audiences. 
that we are going to see them get somebody. I'd be interested. It, it may to see be a Russell Athletics or something. Or imagine, that, like, would, yeah, I don't know about, what Jordan would do. Is Jordan going to drop? What HG3? would what would Jordan do? Would Jordan? I think Jordan's very happily like right now, like shadow sponsoring these guys, like still being a sponsor for them, but not necessarily being a live advocate. Yeah, I don't think Jordan is cares. there a time where the Range Goats become an official Jordan team? I don't know. No, no. no. Because, no. because Jordan, Jordan, Jordan's is all about money. That's their guy. Though. I don't know. Jordan, Jordan's, guy. Jordan's a brand under Nike, and Nike's not going to do that if Adidas isn't doing it. Well, and, and also, I think we said it the other like day, like, we forgot about <laughs> HV3. Bubba sponsored by <laughs> Cracker Barrel. Yeah, that, hey, got reset, reset. That was a good point, but I made a good point that I just like threw it. Reset. This is going to be but a yeah, bitch we, we forgot it. about him, right? That was a good point. Yeah, yeah, we forgot it. Why, why are they going to keep paying money for this guy that no one knows? Who? Unless you're one of the hundred people that watched the CW this week. We really like him, though. We I'm not trying to speak for him. Colin, but he knows his range goes. <laughs> As much as like you kind of forget H for three, but it's it's only because he wasn't playing. Like he, this was the first live golf event since he you know, he maybe what played in the last couple tournaments there, and they haven't played for four or five months or something like that. I maybe. think he, he was like a top twenty most popular golfer last season. Yeah. I would say. I say we have a lot. Like we're still very much in the early stages of live, but yeah, I was like knew where HV three was on the leaderboard when he was when he was at the end of his time with the PGA. And until maybe a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot he went to live. So I haven't seen any of his stuff, right? Yeah. It's crazy. But it's because they had this was their first event. So, like, I'm curious, does a name like HB3, who is just generally just a likable guy, like, he's, he's not someone that you, you didn't necessarily expect him to go to live, but you don't really hate him for doing it because he, he was like, I'm going to give all my money to my charity. Yeah. So. Are we going to hold his feet to the fire and say, are you actually doing what? What you said you were going to do, I going mean, to live? We can do that, but, yeah. I mean, he just started playing there. So it's it's now that we're actually seeing some of their events come up, I'll be curious if that name garners more attention, that we see them kind of pick up traction because as he's a likable guy. I think totally unbiased opinion here. Rangers Guys like Harold Varner the third, Thomas biased. Peters, they're not used to being the villains. They got to settle into their role. This is their... <laughs> Their first big time event on the Live Tour 2023. Let's let's give them a few events to settle in, and then I think they're gonna have a big year. They're just all gonna turn into Patrick Reed. Thomas, <laughs> Thomas Peters boys with Fitzpatrick though. Can Patrick you imagine Reed's a teaching Patrick classes Reed? on Wednesday before the tournaments on how to be a villain? I mean, they, they've been talking about the whole Live <laughs> versus PGA seminar. Rudders master class. Rudders. Like that'd be great. You just have a bunch of Patrick Reeds versus the PGA Tour. That would be an electric tournament to watch. So let's talk about other things we have. So we had that Seminole Pro Member, right? We talked about it last year. It's this informal Pro Member event they do at this course, Seminole, which is like 21st in the country, domestic U.S., one of the nicest courses you can play. And it really overshadows both the Honda and the Live event because the, tea to- the people that are playing in this, the pros, unbelievable. Rory, Rom, Scotty. I mean, this is the first year that Live guys weren't allowed, so guys like Bubba and Sergio and DJ, who played last year, weren't allowed to play this year. Oh, they weren't allowed? So, so they're they're playing sides here, yeah. Wow. Because the guy that is the president of Seminole is also on some kind of subcommittee for the PGA, so he just drew a line in the sand and said, no Live guys. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. good for him. Yeah, it, it is kind of wild that basically you could walk on your local nicer course kind of thing, and they have member guests and things like that that – this course down in Florida is just like, yeah, we're going to boast of the best field for the week. It's it's unfathomable that, like, n- there's no coverage of this. There's no real media information about what I think happens. that's beautiful, but you're right. It sucks. But if all the PGA guys are going to say, hey, we're going to do this, why the why would they even have a PGA tournament that week? I mean, I get I get the argument to have it. Like, there's other storylines, but, like, they're just ditching the PGA for this, basically. The Seminole Pro member was the Elevate event this week. Yes. 
But I mean, make it that then. I agree. Make, I'm it, a, with make you. it a coverage event. Make like, it actually, a put it no on fans, but put it's it on all, only on TV, know. so it's not the same like environment. Because COVID, you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. It just, yeah. It just yeah. seems weird. There's like an there's like a Florida really into COVID. There's an agreement <laughs> that no one goes to this PGA event in the Honda, and they just all do this. And it's like, but, I feel like people with Honda people well, are kind of mad about it. Well, Ken, but they're both the guys who were playing in the Honda this week are also playing. It was on the Monday program. after. Oh, uh, well, then I'm dumb. Sorry. Like, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> it's still kind I of stole watch, some headlines. I didn't watch it. We have a PGA tournament being played at one of the nicer courses yeah. in the United Colin's States. Like, Ken, and the, the pro fuck? member no, no, no. still takes the headline. But I, I agree with you. Like, why why not move those, this seminal pro member thing back two days and two or three days and make it like a, an actual thing? Like, we have the AT&T Pro-Am. Why but not most make guys another Pro-Am event? Most guys didn't Seminole. play. They just did the... The pro, they just did the seminal thing. Yeah, most guys did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All play. our top top ten in the world. Yeah, pretty think, much just played seminal. Yeah, I think yeah. the winner of the Honda, Chris Kirk, did go and play in it. I think. You're right, right. But right, like, right. For the which most, he I think, like, wasn't hung over for because he's sober. But it's an option. <laughs> he doesn't drink. Yes, but it's it's an option. You're right. It's like an they, option, yeah, but they, they don't they, do it. It's they like could make it on the weekend and televise it. But I think what makes I'm sure to seminal what makes it special is like not doing thing. that. Yeah, like the secrecy of it. You get TGL in here though. I think that something like this takes over and takes over for the Honda. I think we just. We we don't get rid of the Honda. We just make an elevated corn ferry tour event, and the TGL comes in this week and does some kind of fun showcase. I think that'd be better. Do do we know how the pairings for the Seminole Pro member work? They yeah. do the uh, like. Doug's leaning back in his chair you know, now. He's really good. Part of my take: ping pong ball draw. Thing. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, okay, probably. makes sense for the pros, right? But then the pro, yeah, yeah the pro know. has a member that is like their friend. Like Rory played with his dad, I think. Yeah, yeah. Those two right. Oh, like JT played with a uh, like a hedge fund manager. Is that just... That was probably a well, it's called insider trading, Dub, and that's how this yeah, I don't happened. know. He's getting... Yeah. I feel like the pros are randomly grouped up, but I don't know about the amateurs. I'm sure some... You know, like Rory's dad, right? Some amateurs have a right. pro they always play with. Or some of the members have a pro they always play with, but you're right. Some of the it, other, it's probably random. It's it's kind of like Ken always playing with Ben on the on our events. We are linked. Yeah. Same kind of guy. 1-8, 116, doesn't matter. 1-8. <laughs> the original 1-8. Yeah, happens. All right, let's move into this week, right? Arnold Palmer... Right, we're the week before the players, so like we said, just a little bit of a shadow over this event, but there really shouldn't be because Bay Hill's an amazing course, right? This is Arnie's tournament. Uh, last year, Scotty Scheffler won this tournament, and he only shot five under. I think that little the, red shirt, yeah, lo, the little carnage, it's a cardigan, like, damn it. Oh, sorry, 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 the course was the course was playing really hard. I mean, we have an amazing field this week. Uh, you know, what are what players are you guys looking for, and what are you looking forward to this week? You know, I've been reading a lot about Jason Day. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jason gone, yeah. but in all seriousness, I think I think Jason Day is a really good chance to win this week. He's been playing really good oh, golf you're actually so doing far this, this year. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I he's been my comeback player of the year since we had the podcast preseason. So yeah, I'm gonna pull for him this week. He's had a lot of success on this course before. I don't know if he's won, but he's definitely had he's at won. least one or two second places. Um, yeah, he's he's been playing some really good golf, and I think it's just a matter of time before he wins again on tour. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on the same kind of wavelength with you there, Colin. Like, Jason Day has played in this a lot of times, and kind of like Ben said, you know, we have a great field this week, but this isn't a tournament that we've typically seen a lot of the, the big names play in. Like, this is a, despite it being Arnie's event, you know, one of the all-time greats, you know, hands down, you know, this isn't a lot of, like, the big names that we know, recognize, look for on leaderboards every week, haven't played it. John Rahm's only played in this once. Cantlay's never played in it. Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, Xander Shoffley also only played in it once. So I'm definitely thinking we're going to see someone that's played here a few times, especially given the fact that we now have all the best golfers out there. So I think that's a, like a solid pick because of that. I hate to go with 
Ben's guy, but I think I'm looking at Rory this week. I mean, Rory, obviously he's going to be one of the top odds getters, but he's played here eight straight years, and he's never finished worse than 27th. I think he's a lock to be the first-round leader, at least. Yeah, He always plays super well here on Thursday and kind of teeters out from there. But yeah, he's, just, he's won here before. He's never finished poorly in the grand scheme, like in terms of you know the rankings-wise. So I think he's a good look as well as you know some other guys I got here in case someone doesn't take him. Plays a little bit like Augusta, right? It's the kind of course where the guys that hit it high really play well here. There's lots of really thick rough on this course, so you got to drive it well and you got to hit the ball high. Um, some disgusting short game shots around this course as well, right? So you'll see. I like the Jason Day pick. I think that his short game kind of bodes well for a place like this. Um, but I would go with Rory. I think this is going to be an interesting uh, watch. Ken talked about the waste management, watching Rory and Rom, and Rom kind of winning that battle because Rory hadn't played at Phoenix very much. But now Rory comes to a course he's played a lot. You got Rom, who's only I think he played here twice, only one in the record books because the one for COVID he got pulled out of, which he was leading through three rounds. So it, this is the week I'm really looking forward to a good Rom and Rory display because Rom has played well here but doesn't have the course experience, and then Rory has played well here and has a ton of course experience. So I'm going to pick Rory as well. I saw you put Sung Jae Im in here. I can't believe his odds are that long. Yeah. So like Sung, Sung Jae is another guy that's played here a lot. He played the last four years. The worst he's finished is tied for 21st, and he has two thirds, one solo, one tied for a third. So it's, again, one of those guys that has that course experience. He didn't play great last week, but going into the, the previous, you know, besides that, he has had some, you know, pretty a bunch of top twenties, top tens mixed in there. So wouldn't be surprised to see him get in there. Um, Max Homa is another guy. He's played here for the last three years. You know, he's relatively new on the scene, but he's arguably the second hottest golfer on tour right now. And his worst finish since playing this tournament is tied for twenty fourth. So it's another guy that knows the course, has played it well. You know, feels like he's a good guy to look at um, with you know some solid odds. I was going to say, I mean, if, if you're better out there riding the Homa wave, I mean, we were talking the last time about, you know, Rory, Rom, Scotty, like who's the best golfer in the world? Like Homa is just knocking on the door every week. I mean, you can't you can't miss just betting Homa, right? Yeah, and the, he's the fourth highest, you know, in terms of odds, and, but it's it's 950 and then 2500. Right. It's you're a coming, huge value here stuff. And he also said golf wasn't a sport this week when he was on he the podcast, did. which is that. like kind of ridiculous that he, he, he said that. it was a sport, but it was like fringe sport. Yeah, but I would expect him to defend it. But I guess he's so chill that he doesn't do it. This is also a course where good players play well. Like you'll see some long shots. So Matt Every won this thing in 14 and 15. He was on a little bit of a heater then. But then you have Jason Day, Mark Leishman, Rory, Francesco Molinari when he was hot and won the Open that year, Tyrrell Hatton, Bryson, and Scotty. So top tier. The cream really rises to the top of this course because it requires pretty much all parts of your game. It's a disgustingly hard horse. I was I was trying to find – I heard in the broadcast, I thought, over the um, – when I was watching last week that either Cole or Kirk had won the Bay Hill Club Championship like – Ooh, I'll have to look into that. It was like they were in, they were 250. I think it was Cole. It was Cole won yeah, the Bay Hill the cha- Club Champ, club right? Championship. Yeah, I was looking, I was trying to look it up. I was like, in my head, I thought that was true, but I think it is, right? I know he's from there because he was like, they were talking about yeah. him being a bit of a, a I think local. I saw him he's never Honda. played in a professional event. I saw him at but two, he's won the, yeah. the club championship. I saw him here. at 250 to one on some site. I was trying to find it again, but he won the club championship there in a non sanctioned <laughs> event like like how many years ago? How about make the cut? Let's go with make the so, cut for Eric. But if you go top 40, top 40 for Cole, maybe he knows yeah, that's the probably in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's what I was over here like frantically Googling. I was like, <laughs> Club championship history, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I think for me, just for the value, I, I might take Willie Z to be my uh, my winner here. I, I, I mean, he, he the hits putting. the ball so well. The putting is, is so hit or miss. It's those short putts that it's terrifying to watch him make. But 
you know, he he's played really well recently. He played really well at the Genesis. I think he ended up with a top five, top ten. It's a ball strikers course. I I think he's gonna, you know, play himself at least into contention here. All right, so then other things that happened this past weekend. The most important one for us was our round at the Links of Gettysburg. How'd it go? Yeah, it was like our first round of the year. I think How hard we played a little bit, but this is like our first big player outing. For How the hard year. was the ground? Was it was hard? a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. It, was it was it wet? Was it hard? Was it? Well, of course, yes. played fun. It was a. Uh, it was like the, they didn't tell us it was car path only, but the carts as soon as you drive them on the freeway, they'd be like, "Return yeah. to the car path immediately," and then they would stop. So and we just I figured got stuck it, about six different times. So we just so. figured it wasn't car path only and drove everywhere. They had nice brand new carts though. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah I'm a Isn't there like a, a thing you can do with the screen and unlock the cart, make yeah. yourself a marshal? Yeah, these are have the you newer seen those brand. Instagram yeah. videos. If it was a club car, I would have known how to make it a marshal, but I don't know how to do it on the Yamaha. How was that? Was that raised T with that nice house on the right? That oh, car? the par five, like yeah. 16th or whatever. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I hit it out of bounds on that tee shot. Oh, yeah. I hit it into the water on the right. I almost hit someone on the tee shot. <laughs> but all in all, I think the round went. Well, I think we got some kinks to work out, per se. Me and Tully mopped the floor no with way. Colin and God. Tyler. Those guys nice. stink. I mean, we did. They didn't ben, stand a chance. I mean, yeah. We, mopped the floor. So what, what happened? Let's I think we gave him. I think we gave him eight shots. Well, Ben, ben you gave us six, you gave us six shots, and you beat us on every hole that we stroked on. So <laughs> not much we can do about that. You could play better. I mean, so was it was it <laughs> Ben? Ben playing well? We don't need well? to bring this up, was Tully, it but Colin? it was Ben birdieing every hole. Whoa, wow. I had a birdie. I did have a few birdies, but Tully played well too. Well, Colin, no, what's one no. thing you learned about your game playing that round? Um, my my chipping, my short game is not gone. Um, I need to figure out my driver and my putting. I need to settle into. All right. I think Colin's driver was yeah. fine. His iron, his that. iron struggled a little bit. So, That's really all. So I had. return yeah, on investments usual. for the driver. Feeling pretty good right now. I mean, yeah, I hit some really good ones. They they went pretty far. Farther than my previous driver, but yeah, I got a. This is the first time I put it in actual play, not just hitting it on the driving range. So I got a lot of things to work out. I ben was telling me I was hitting off the toe, so I don't, I don't know if he figured um, that out by driver the driver thing. Or, was in his head. He figured it out by the end, but I think that Colin thought his driving performance wasn't as good as it usually is because he wasn't getting any roll, and he yeah, still because hit this normally thing low. I put it in the middle of the fairway every time. No, I mean, wow. you had a few drives that went in the middle of the okay. fairway and rolled out like ten or fifteen yards when they probably roll out more like fifty. But on let's not way. forget, your ball was significantly higher in the air than it ever has been. Yeah, it was you pretty. You were, you were getting it up you in think? the air instead of like ten feet off the ground. And I was right. really proud. How high he teed it up? Good. About a half inch? That's Actually, a four inch tee down. He had to tee it down. Mm. Ben, no, ben, how's your game? How's your game looking? Yeah, I've, I swung it well. <laughs> um, did you guys see our reel? What did you guys, uh, Ken and Dub, what did you think about the reel? How, how was the play on was, that 12th hole? I always think it's funny when you do a little, do the reel tracer, then the ball hits your head. Like, yeah. it comes up. We got to change the camera right a little bit, I know. I thought it was, everyone went left. Everyone went left. No one went right. It was wind off the right, so we I all look like we know how to hit draws. I don't think you would have posted it unless you made that final putt. If I made double, I would have sucked it up and just posted <laughs> no, it. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> yes, no, I would have. Because I want to go on our Instagram. Like, I heard Ben's like, I'm a scratch golfer. Let's go in here. Double on an easy par three? You that know what? That would have been me going on the Instagram. I wouldn't, say, no, I wouldn't say it was no. an easy par three. Well, Colin went in the yeah, water and my, saved it. My favorite <laughs> part was Colin, like, prefaced this whole thing before I knew what happened he dunked it on the hole that a video <laughs> yeah. was taken but then like guys, I did. my first thought was he chips in or gets a hole yeah, in yeah. one or something exciting and then i start watching the video Almost chipped it in. and i see the shot tracer and it's like 
Oh, he's uh, he's going left, and then it's like all of a sudden the shot tracer just like dives, <laughs> dive bombs into the water. It was like, a live no. golf tracer. Yeah. Uh, I thought that. I mean, the the sensor thing was fucking. So funny. <laughs> Tyler didn't. He just didn't want to. He didn't want to tap it in. <laughs> he didn't want to. No, he yeah yeah he was not going to take his time on that tap. And let's just say that. Uh, yeah, I liked it. It was good. Thanks I'll, for our social media team. We have a big team of social media producers behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. You know, shout out to them. <laughs> Shout out all the interns we <laughs> had. Hard. Oh, here's oh, here comes Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, here comes yeah. the main intern. Yeah, 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 yeah. Head of interns, Kylie. Yeah, thanks, Kylie. But no, it was a good round. It was very windy, so you got to take all of our scores with a, a little bit of a grain of salt there, I think. You know, yeah, yeah. Early in the season. No one knows your scores. So. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I know the, the score. The back nine at that course, when the wind's up, is like borderline impossible. And there's a reason. So we teed off, yeah, we teed off on 10. that are really difficult. We teed off on 10, which 10's like, you know, it's not too bad of a hole. It's it's a little challenging off the tee, right? But the green's wide open. Then you go to the next par four, which has water left, trees right. Wind got us there off the left. Everything's blowing into the trees, right? Then our par three performance, our, our average of bogey on the hole. But then those next two, par, you know, par four and par five with water, then the next par three's got a ton of water. That course is mean from holes 11 to 15. I would also like to say that there were no tee boxes put out. <laughs> We're so we were it. just kind of winging it, and on the one par three on the back nine, not the one we filmed, but the second the par three, one. it was like 230 to the hole, 200 to cover the water, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just hit a five iron here so I can hit over the water and just hope I get up and down, but sick we drive 100 yards up, and then, oh, there's the tees that we should have been playing. <laughs> it should have been 150-yard shot instead of playing at 230 over the water. I hit the purest the four iron I've ever hit. It just never never faded back. And so I, I made it hit my best shot so of the day. Did you dunk on one on that hole? I, I dunked one. And then that's Ben also Ben, ben played play for the, the next ben team. Ben played the hole as you should play the hole. <laughs> yeah, I hooked it. Like, I was it was like drawing and headed toward where Tully's ball was, but the wind kept taking it. Ends up on the next tee box, and then you know, like Ben was pin high on his drive, just you know, eighty yards away. It's a great dude. angle. I am itching to golf right now. Well, let's get out there. Kevin. Got a golf league coming up though. Yeah, Ken. Are you in? First yeah, week of April. Some say Masters. Some, some, some say, say Masters. Some say I'm in for the golf league. Some say it's Masters week. Some say it's golf league start week. Very excited. You pick. Very excited about it. I'm gonna try to try to grow the game, you know. Try to grow my game, grow the grow the game. So what, Ken? What do you think your starting handicap will be for the golf league? Like how uh, much are you gonna sandbag this for thing? nine holes? For nine, you holes. have to win it. You gotta submit three scores to JP. Well, I think it's gonna be it's like it's not what you actually score; it's what how it actually calculates, right? I was looking the other day. I think I'm gonna just go in at 18, maybe 19 You're, for nine holes. I'm sorry, what for 18 holes? Oh, so nine. So yeah, I'll go in at 10. Sounds good. That's fair. That's what I was at the end of the year. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. I, didn't you win? If I play, I play. I usually, if I can play, I play one shot per hole, 18 for 18. Yeah. I, mean, I usually score higher than that, like 25. But I think the way it calculates is like, if you go in as a 10, you'll probably be getting 11 or a 12. <laughs> we'll just see how it shots. changes. You think it's not nine. a good idea? I'm, I'm being serious. I'm being, what's but, your What's your average nine hole? You go out and play musket. What do you expect to shoot? I only know, I only know 18. Okay. What what's you your average? Divide in two. Yeah. I'm shooting like a 95. I'm shooting like a 94. Okay. So that's. Seventeen. What do you think I'm fucking shooting? What do you think I'm shooting? That's what I'm shooting. Twenty-three divided by yeah. So you're like yeah. All right. What do you think it should be? So Ken comes. I mean seriously, what do you think my Ken comes in the same handicap as me? We'll figure it out. What do you you think I should come in as? I'm not that good at golf. Yeah. Well, we got to definitely be higher than. These aren't like made up. These aren't made up scores. We got to go out and we got to play eighteen. That'll give you two nine hole scores. That and then maybe we'll just double the second nine and we'll give them three scores. That's what you need. What are you trying to say? Let's go out to musket sometime before the league starts. Play eighteen. 
and we'll give him two scores, and we can just count one of them twice. Well, you know, off Friday, the top of your head, what do you think I should be right now? Yeah, I think it must get, if you played the ball down and played it through, you'd shoot somewhere, yeah, 92 to 98, right? Somewhere in there. But, but we'll see what it golf is. Golf league-wise, like how much do you sandbag this thing? Well, you, you just submit your sandbag. Score. What, do you, what do you guys all play? What do you guys Ken, all talk play? to talk to me after the podcast? <laughs> what do you guys all? What do you guys all play? Formula. What do you guys all play at? Like right now, what do you all play at? I think I get. Like, Man plays like zero. I think I played a six. I got so nine. I, seven I get nine strokes going into the. Did you season. really? Oh, then I should play at like twelve, yeah. thirteen. Oh, so that's ridiculous. Fuck. Nine strokes. Colin, you had more strokes than I got. You had not. You also had. Then I'm playing like twelve. Then I'm playing like thirteen. We need to check the math back in the bracket. I'm playing like twelve, thirteen. Then we are really digging this back up. You need to fix this shit. All right. Well, I I don't know. Let's go out and play around, and then we'll count them. That's how you can get it. So you think I should be like twelve? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Well, you'll probably be like a ten, and it'll be because the slope at Musket's kind of high, so it'll it'll bump it up a little bit. That's fine with me. I don't give a fuck. Yep. Sorry. Language. Cursing a lot on this one. Whatever. Too many direwolves. Yeah. All right, so then let's talk about our playoff basketball coming up tomorrow. Let's talk a little bit about that. We are the 16 seed out of 64. 16 teams. Oh, <laughs> shit. Let the, cut that. And we play the number one. And Cinderella story. Yeah, it's like, you know. I don't know. We don't have not, a basketball podcast. We're not so severely outmatched. It's not going to be fun. It's just the second half. It could get a little ugly. More yeah. importantly, where are we going after the game to celebrate the end of the season? Hell. Get a, we'll get a reservation at the tavern. <laughs> yeah. Is that a new restaurant in Frederick? We'll wait 45 Hell's minutes Kitchen. Now, I'm excited for that that game. It's going to be fun. They're not a, a mean team. They're, they're nice to jaw with. They, they have a good time. So yeah, you jaw with them. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I think we, I you think we jaw every, with those other guys. I think everyone gives at least five fouls. I think my shoulder is getting a little sore. I don't know. Yeah, I did yeah, definitely yeah. pull a muscle when we, we threw were moving dubs like earlier. three refrigerators yeah. and seven washers this afternoon. I'll make so, sure to box you out, yeah, Colin. You. I think we're going to lose by, if I had to guess right now, I guess we lose by 32. Can we send this out to the the uh, Instagram? What's community? the line? So the line is plus or minus like thirty and a half. I would say it's the line would be twenty five and a half. Ooh, yeah, because we're gonna, over. I think we're gonna play hard. I think the first they're half the we're one, gonna keep it within the one. And we have digits. nine, but they're gonna phone it in because they got to conserve yeah. energy. Are we gonna have an, we're gonna have nine players, right? We might win. We might Nine's win. a deep bench. Yeah, like having four on the bench win. is nice. Yeah, my mentality going into this game is every time they score on us, I'm just gonna be think burn and. These guys don't even know that we run a very successful podcast. podcast. <laughs> I wonder if they play golf, right? Let's burn I it down. They play golf like we do. Burn it down, Colin. Just shoot. Just you better sc- just shoot twenty five times tomorrow. I think well, we just gotta have a good a good rotation plan for the trees. Me, Tully, and Dub. We'll just get yeah. the trees rotating in and out. I think they're more oh, like stumps. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll just dominate the paint game. Stumps. Triple zero. I want to go up against that big dude that's got all the tattoos and just be like, yeah, remember me last season, bitch? Wear the beanie. <clears throat> wear the beanie. Yeah, wear the beanie. I'm not even sweating. Give five hard I wear this beanie because I don't normally sweat. I'm trying to get a good sweat. <laughs> we wear trash bags. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get one last good workout in. Trying to cut weight. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. If you haven't yet, head on over to Instagram. Follow us at Big Players Only Pod. And check out our Facebook, the Big Players Only Podcast Facebook page. We'll see you next time.